Welcome to the Power Your Life radio show with host and success doc, Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. Hello, everyone, and happy holidays, and wherever you are, I hope that your time today is fulfilling and that you're thinking about what it is you would like to create or recreate in 2017. Many of us think that at a certain point in our lives, we're, we should be retiring, watching the tube or, or vacationing or golfing or whatever it is, and yet there are many of us, myself included, who have a totally different vision about growing older and about beginning again. And one of those incredible beings who's here today is Hazel Palachi. She has recreated herself numerous times. She's a certified master clinical hypnotherapist, an NLP practitioner, a stress management counselor, and also a certified coach. Hazel has 25 years of experience in the field of personal, spiritual, and professional development. Despite growing up under the pretense that her life's work was to marry and have children, Hazel realized that she wanted more from life. After 25 years of marriage, she divorced her husband, pursuing her own dreams, including becoming a master clinical hypnotherapist. She has several Amazon bestsellers, The Astonishing Power of You, Simple Steps to Creating an Extraordinary Life, and Live the Life You Love, Giving Gratitude, and also the co-authored book, Stress Out, Mom, Show Stress, Who's the Boss? In 1990, Hazel's life was changed by a car accident, which led her down a slightly different but a really deeper path of her own happiness. She worked through the pain of rehab from the accident and now is able to share with her clients that you, we, really can overcome anything. Hazel lives and teaches wealth isn't just about money. It's about good health, living a joyful spiritual life, with financial freedom. All of that equals wealth. And Hazel's recreated herself over and over again and also helps her clients do the same to create the life that they love. She's been interviewed on cable TVs, telesummits, radios, with tips and articles on mindset and business success and featured on and off the internet. Welcome, Hazel. How are you? I'm fine, Joanne. Thank you. It's an honor to be here, and I'm looking forward to the call. It's my pleasure. And we were having a little conversation about why people don't look at, as they get older, or don't look at recreating themselves at a certain point in their lives. What What do you find is their, is their excuse or, or what they tell you or, or, or what they think it is? Well, having worked with um, women entrepreneurs now for nearly 25 years, one of the things, and I'm sure the same thing applies to men, except the men are not quite so vocal about it, um, 
people are afraid. Women are afraid. What will happen if? How, what, what if it doesn't work? What if I fail? And so they sabotage themselves, and they're sabotaging themselves with the way they're thinking. So, and I can't say I've never been in that place, because I have. But I did a lot of work to get out of that place. So if women or people in general would overcome any fears that they have, it really doesn't matter what age you are. When you, when you have fear about doing something new, you have fear. And for us, I'm sorry, Joanne, I don't exactly know how old you are, but I'm going to be 76 in 2017. And starting a new business when you're 75 is a risk. It really is. But I decided that I could stay stuck in fear or I could add another business. And there was something I wanted to do that was very necessary, not just for me, but for other people. So overcome your fear and you will achieve and can achieve whatever you want. You know, I'm so in agreement of what you say, but how do people overcome their fear, Hazel? Because sometimes, like you said, it stops people in their tracks. They keep going over and over about their fear, and and they feel sometimes frozen to move forward. What do you tell the people that you work with, the the women that you work with, about, okay, so you you have fear. (laughs) What are some of the things that you help them? decide to, to be able to move past it? Well, as a coach, um, I'm working on the, uh, always working on the phone, so I'm an international coach. One of the things I've always done with my clients is I use hypnosis with my clients. And, yes, hypnosis can be done on the phone. <laughs> um, and hypnosis is very powerful because it gets to that part of the brain. You know, we have 10% conscious. It's like the big iceberg you know, there's 10% of the iceberg on top and the rest of the iceberg is under the water. And the same thing applies to your brain. And so it's the subconscious that has all these negative messages running around. So one of the things I often do with clients is I use hypnosis as a tool so that they can move past what they're dealing with a lot faster. The other thing is they have to be present and aware and conscious of when they go into these negative thinking places. I'm really talking about now, not just how I do it with clients or have done it with clients, but what I did myself. I asked people around me that I trusted to pick me up on certain words when I use them. Um, People use the word try a lot. Well, think about it. Do you try and sit in a chair or do you Do you sit or do you stand? You can't try and sit. You either do or you don't. So I ask clients not to use the word try. And when they're working with me, if they use it, I pick them up on it. I love my clients dearly. But if I'm going to help them, then they need to be able to change the way they think. And doing that means that they have to do some work. I can't do it all for them. I can only give them tools. So become consciously aware of what you're saying because the words that you're saying, that's the way you're thinking. You know, we have a thought. It translates into an emotion. The emotion translates 
into an action, the action translates into the results. And so consequently, if you're caught up in that fear pattern, and I'm not saying that this happens overnight. This is something you have to work on. It may take three months. It could take you a year or two. But you can change the way you think. I've done it, so I know that you can. And the way I look at it is if I, I, can't, I come from a background where all I ever heard was about fear and how I can't do anything, you know, and how I had a very abusive background. So for me, it was a very, um, it was a challenging journey to be able to overcome fear. And it's not that I didn't get fearful about doing something new. I did, but I asked myself the questions. What will happen if I do this? And what will happen if I don't do this? And those two answers often will help you to get out of that stuck place and to be able to move forward. You know, I love the questions, Hazel. I think they're important. And I think what you're talking about, because I totally agree, and hypnosis, I I love using it too with, with clients. I think it's that conscious awareness, even like you said, even when you're talking, you're talking to yourself too. You're talking to Mm -hmm. your subconscious. And it takes practice to be able to catch that. However, if you're being conscious of it, like you say, and, and for clients, they need to be paying attention to what they're doing and what they're telling themselves. And, uh, you know, like you, I've had a background of fear and you've got to be able to figure out what to do. How do I, you know, how do I move forward? What do I need to do to get past this? Because this is not a comfortable place. And sometimes people stay in a place that's very comfortable and they're afraid to move because they feel that, oh, mm-hmm. this is so nice, right? What do you tell those people who feel that, okay, this is it. I'm in this comfortable place, and yet I have other ideas and other, other callings, but this is, too good to, this is too good to leave. Well, I would generally ask them, number one, are you happy where you are? Is this what you want to do for the rest of your life? Nine times out of ten, If I've just started working with someone, they will say no. They want to do something different. And then we talk about how they're going to move from the place they're in. That comfort zone can cripple you. We've all been there. We get into that comfort zone and why would we want to move? But when you get to be in more pain in the comfort zone than it takes to get out of the comfort zone, then you're going to make the changes. I ask clients always to make a list of their strengths. Most people don't look at the way uh, at their strengths and they think, yes, I can do this and I can do this. Okay, take a piece of paper on the left side, write a list of the things you think you are weakest with. And then on the right side, write a list of all the strengths you have. Then fold the paper in half And don't look at the negatives. You've got rid of them now. You've written them down. And look at all the strengths. And then congratulate yourself for having those strengths and for being able to get to where you've already got to. And now look at where is it you want to actually go. What do you want to do? And then, again, that question is very important. What will happen if I don't do this? 
what will happen if I stay stuck? And now, what will happen? How will my life look if I make the changes, even if I have to walk through the fear? You know, it's funny because when I was teaching at Temple University, Hazel, I said to my students something similar. List, list your strengths. List your areas that you believe are weaknesses, and yet you, what, what you need to do, very little bit differently than yours, what you need to do is make sure that your strengths, that column is a lot lower, larger than the other one. Because nine out of ten times, we, like you said, we, we can see all our faults and our flaws so clearly, and yet we don't really promote those, that other area, those, those other strengths that are just there within us waiting for us to really utilize them. How do you, you here you are, you, you, you're at this incredible age, and you're ready to do something very different. Would you like to share with us what it is you're about to create or in the process of creating? Well, one of the things I noticed over the years was that entrepreneurs have a really bad habit of not following up. And at the same time, I was in a place where for a couple of years, I just didn't do very much because I wanted to think about what I really wanted to be doing as I went forward. I wasn't afraid. I just didn't. I wanted to take my time. And people would say to me, I don't understand why you're not retiring. Well, I don't want to retire. You know, I've always loved working with people, but the last couple of years, I decided that I'd really like my income to be more passive and residual rather than working hours for money. And I wanted something that would still benefit people whether they were in business or not. And I did a lot of research, a hell of a lot of research, months of it, and because it was a very effective business tool for getting clients more referrals and for retaining clients, and the fact that it actually tacked on to my coaching uh, business, I decided to join a company called Send Out Cards. And yes, it is a multi-level business. However, multi-level, if you know anything about it, is a very legitimate business plan today. In fact, people like Robert Kiyosaki, Bill Gates, Tony Robbins, a lot of these people will tell you that if they were starting out again today, that's what they would start with, multi-level marketing. So I did not want a multi-level marketing business where I had to have thousands of dollars in inventory. I didn't want to do Mary Kay, lovely as it is, and I use the products. I didn't want to do any of the businesses where I had to have inventory. Well, Send Out Cards is the largest greeting and gift company online, but everything that goes out is sent by mail. So you get to use your own handwriting, you get to use your own signature, and they, you choose the card out of 18,000, or you create your own card, and... I loved it because I could take a picture of someone, and I've done this many times online, gone on Facebook, taken photos of people's grandchildren or their children, and asked if I could mail them something. And 
Send out cards does everything. All I have to do is write the message, you know, with my computer or my phone. The beauty of this is it can be used on the spot on the, uh, with an app on your phone. So if you're at a networking event, you take a photo of someone, get their address, and send out cards, just stuffs the envelope, you know, takes it to the post office, stamps it, mails it, and it's an incredible program. So I dithered, uh, and I don't know if this is an American word, I dithered about this for a while because I wasn't sure I wanted to go back into it. But when I saw how simple it was and how it would go with coaching and that any service-based you know, business could use this, as well as people who wanted to send birthday cards, anniversary cards. I met with somebody yesterday who said she always forgets to send cards. Well, with send-out cards, you can put all your cards in at the beginning of the year, all the dates and everything, and then they get sent out automatically. You never can forget. And with business, it's a really incredible business follow-up tool. So that's really why I did it, and the fact that it gives me passive residual income. I don't have to work a lot of hours. You work as many hours as you want. Obviously, it's your own business. So you can do this part-time. You can do it full-time and replace an existing income. And I met some incredible people. People love it when they get gifts and cards in the mail because what's better than opening up a gift or a card when it actually comes through the mail? It's very different than opening up an e-card or an email. And if marketing gurus are correct, in the next five years, email will not be in existence very much anymore. People are getting inundated with emails. So basically, that's why I decided to add something else. And yes, people said to me, you're 75. Are you crazy? Do you really want to do something new? And I said, yeah, what else do I want to do? If I want, I, you know, I don't want to run around and have lunches. That's not who I am. You know, because a lot of people will say, let's meet for lunch and let's meet for, you know, whatever. That's not me. I'm very energetic, very energized. Even though I have a lot of physical issues, it's my mindset. So that's why I decided to add something at 75. And 2017 is the year that I intend to actually grow this properly so that people get the benefit of it. Well, I'm excited for you. And I, 2017 is a year of new beginnings. It's a one in numerology. So it's really good for, for starting a new path, setting out on something new. So I wish you the best of luck with this, Hazel. What did you find was your challenge? You were there, you were, you were married 25 years. You, you actually were given the mindset and mindset's important. We'll get back to that in a little bit. Given, giving, Given the mindset, probably the culture, that it was important to get married, have kids, and, and that's what you need to do. How did you, you said you wanted something more, but how did you actually extricate yourself 
from that with all the other messages and all you know and and all the belief systems that you were inundated with since since a ch- childhood well i was a yes girl i was brought up never to say no you do what you're told and so i was somebody's daughter somebody's wife somebody's mother i had no idea who hazel was of course at that time And I came to this country with a husband and two children because he thought that the children would have a better life here. However, our marriage had been rocky in many ways. He wasn't a bad man, but I was dying alive in the marriage. And so after we had been here about, I don't know, it was five or six years, I thought we had a, we just had a bad argument one weekend. I thought, you know, I can't do this. How am I going to get out of this? I was terrified. I have to be honest with you. I was absolutely terrified to go against the grain. But I had wonderful friends, and I said to him, I want a divorce. And he, of course, didn't think I was serious. So he went to work one day. And this is not the best way to do this, so I don't encourage other people to do it. I had already seen an attorney, and he just told me to change the locks. And so I did. And so when he came home, he couldn't get into the house. And through the door, because I knew if I let him into the house, that would, I'd slide right back. And I, you know, had put clothes out, and said, you can come back and get everything else. You cannot come back here. I cannot do this anymore. And I was, that old expression, I was quaking in my boots, because I really <laughs> was. But, but this was, who am I? Is this something I want to do for the rest of my life and not be happy? And the thought of doing that one out over the fear. I'm not going to tell you it was an easy thing to do because it wasn't after 25 years and in a a strange country where I knew barely anybody. But as I said earlier, the pain of staying where I was was harder than the pain of moving and overcoming the fear. And, and that's, that's what I did. Right. And, and, you know, that's such a powerful story. And sometimes, like you said, you've, you've got to weigh, is this circumstances, this circumstance, these circumstances, are, are they, firstly, is this who I am? Because that's sort of the question you ask. Is this really me? Mm-hmm. And, and I shared a story with you about almost getting married and saying, is this how, I, is this what my life is going to be in 10 years and 15 years? And I got out of that really quickly. So I think it's important that we, we do a little bit of a self-analysis, a self-examination and really figure out what it is that we want, we need, where we, where we see ourselves. How do you help people? Hazel sort of set that stage for their future. So I have these gifts. I'm coming to you. I have these gifts. I have these 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 talents. I I this is where I've been, and here's the unknown. And and yet, I want to go along that path. 
how, what do you do? How do you encourage people to, to do that? What do they need to be able to get started? Sorry, I'm throwing a lot of questions in one here. But you can Okay. <laughs> you know, one of the things I had to do, because I'd never really had to work when I was married. I, You know, I was financially um, okay, and I'd gone from a father's home to a husband's home when I was 19. And so, of course, I, I didn't know who I was at all. I also didn't know that I was going to need money because I walked away from everything. So I had to go back to work. I had to I had to work to have a roof over my head, you know, because everybody talks about all this wonderful spousal support. That's great if you're getting thousands of dollars a month, but I wasn't. And so I started looking, and I always say to clients, what is it that really makes you energize what is it that makes you that basically turns you on if you like and uh, you know i'm not talking about relationships um what is it that really makes you feel that you want to do this so i would have someone write down a vision and i would say to them i want you to look at your life not the way it is now i want you to look at how would you like your life to look ideally if you could have it that way and the operative word there is ideally so in other words forget about where you are for now just give me a picture of where you ideally want to be if you could make it happen doing what you want to do getting up every day doing you know having your days the way you want them and i mean in detail well Nine times out of ten, women that were not happy, because the other thing I didn't say to you was I'm also a relationship coach. Um, and although I haven't, I don't use that specifically with clients, it always comes up. So when they write down that vision and they look at their life where it is, very often people will say to me, I don't know why I'm doing what I'm doing because that's not really what I want to do. So then we start working on, okay, you need to be doing this now because obviously you need to be earning money because that's usually the reason. How are you going to, how can we get you to the place where you're living this ideal life? And we start working on it. First we work on the way they think. So they stop thinking negatively and they stop distrusting their own process because a lot of women don't trust themselves. And if they've gone through any kind of, I had to do a lot of forgiving. I had to do a lot of forgiving when I was changing the way I was thinking. And it wasn't so much forgiving other people. It was forgiving me. And that's something a lot of women don't do, is forgive themselves mistakes they may have made. So consequently, if they can do that, then we start working on how they're going to get to where they want to be. What will it take? And we create a plan. And I keep women accountable. I love my clients dearly, so they don't take it. They don't take it in a negative way when I pick them up on something they're doing I want them to pat themselves on the back 
I want them to encourage themselves so that they know that they're getting where they're going. They give them, they have to celebrate along the way. Very, very important, which most people forget to do. I don't care how small the success or the change is, celebrate. Celebrate the fact that you were able to do that one little thing or big thing sometimes. So basically, it was, it's always a matter of changing the way you think and knowing, because if you don't know where you want to go, there's no way that you are ever going to get there. You know, and it's not, um, you know, a, a goal, for instance. You know, I'm sure as well as I do, a goal not written is just a wish. Right. I make my clients write down, well, I don't make them, don't take that literally. <laughs> I make <laughs> them, I have them write down goals. I have them write down action plans. I have them keep journals. Sometimes I will make a recording, a hypnosis recording, so that they can listen to it outside of the sessions to increase what they're going through to make it more powerful. And if they will do what we talk about, they make the changes. I've never, well, I tell a lie, one person because, and it was actually a guy, one person who decided he wanted to work with me, but he did not want to follow any process. I couldn't help him because of that. But other than that, all the women I've ever worked with have achieved what they wanted to achieve and changed what they wanted to change. You know, you talk about mindset, which is incredibly powerful because, and I'm in agreement, you have to have your goals, you have to write things down, you have to real. it's part of that is also retraining your mind and talking mm-hmm. to your subconscious mind. And mindset is really key. You mentioned earlier when you decided to leave your husband that you talk to some people. So a support system, too, is important. I remember just really quickly when, when I was ready to go out on my own, I had this great prestigious job, and and I actually did not tell my family until it was too late because I had to give two months notice and <laughs> because of the, the level of job that I had. And I knew that they were going to say, what are you doing? In that? And, be, and I just did mm-hmm. not want to hear it. So I think it's so important to uh, to surround yourself with the support system of people who are really in your court and not the naysayers. You define, Absolutely. You define wealth, and I totally agree with this because I've written about it too. You say wealth isn't just about money. It's about good health, a joyful spiritual life, having financial freedom. Can you expound upon that a little bit and how you – you have created that for yourself, Hazel? Well, first of all, imagine, (coughs) excuse me, imagine that I always had all the money I needed when I was married, when I was growing up, but I was never happy. So if I grew up and I made my life the same way with all the money I ever needed, but I wasn't happy, That was never going to work for me as I went forward. So you have to be able to look at, is money everything? 
are you only working because of the money you can make? Or are you working because you love what you're doing and it will increase your income? Do you have a happy, joyful, spiritual life? Are you doing the things you want to do outside of every day? Do you volunteer? Do you give back? Do you do... I do all of these things. You have to have a life, but you have to have a life that you love, not a life that somebody else tells you you should have, because that's also what happens a lot. You should be doing this. You should be doing that. You should don't do this, or you can't do that. There are no such words as can't, must, have to, or should. You only do what you want to do, not to the detriment of other people, but so that you feel happy about what you're doing. Because if you're not happy, and spirituality, remember, and I'm really talking to the audience because I know that you know this, is not about religion. It's about other things outside of religion as well as religion. You know, if you have a good base religiously, great. But spirituality comes from the inside. It's, a, I can't even explain, how does one explain spirituality? I've always had this problem. But um, being spiritual, you hear when I talk, how energized am I? I'm very energized. I love the call. I love what I do. I love the thought that I'm helping other people. Building the new business. Am I doing that for me? Uh, yes, but I'm also helping other people. I'm helping other people to achieve their goals, to build their businesses, and to, yes, have more money, but not just have money in the bank. But if they're not happy doing what they're doing, then they're not going to be happy just because they're wealthy. Wealth doesn't give you everything. Wealth is it's a funny word because people associate wealth with money, but it isn't just money. It's not even having what people will call a balanced life, although, yes, that's important, but it's important to have a rounded life so that you have money in the bank, that you help other people, you do what you want to do, you decide how you want to live each day. You decided not to get married, right? I didn't have that choice at 19, but I certainly knew that I didn't want to stay in the marriage, and I would never get married again. So <laughs> when you get to the point where you can do that, then you will have that wealthy, rounded life. You know, I think the way you're talking about wealth, and we're almost out of time, is also about spirituality. It's about doing what you love, utilizing your gifts, not harming everyone, being able mm -hmm. to to help other people through through your gifts, through the love of what you're doing. So you're helping other people grow, um, gain finances, gain whatever it is, and at the same time, you're you're living your life purposefully and lovingly while you're not only supporting yourself and that's important that's key also supporting others along the way and giving back so I think you are an example of this throughout your life and look where we would have been Hazel if you didn't decide at that 25th year point enough I'm, I have to I have to do something more 
I have to live my dreams and I have to do something to help more people. So bravo for your courage, for what you do for so many people, so many women. And I, I love your books. I think that, again, people need to find out where to get a hold of your books and you and The Stairway to Wealth. So tell us how people can get a hold of you, get a hold of your books. And all of that well, I will stuff. tell you that the book is no longer, although it went to the bestseller list on Amazon years ago, it isn't in existence anymore. I took it off the market because I wanted to rewrite it. And okay. um, giving gratitude is probably still on the market. I haven't looked for a long time. The, the book about, you know, no stress, you know, the mom book stress about out. no stress, <clears throat> that's definitely still on the market. And if you go to yourstairwaytowealth.com, W-E-A-L-T-H, not health, um, you'll find how you can contact me about coaching, how you can contact me about hypnosis. And if you're interested in, you know, retention for your clients, you can go to bizbuilderappreciation.com. And that will give you information about the new company. I didn't put that under the umbrella <clears throat> of your stairway to wealth because it didn't quite go with that. Um, and you can always text me with questions, 747-248-8227. Leave a message and your contact info. And I always offer a 30-minute complimentary phone chat. We can chat on the phone. There's no obligation. And we can see where you're at. And if you need to make changes, how you can make them. So one of the things I'm going to say on parting is if you have any physical problems, the worst thing that you can do is to focus on those problems. If I told you the things that I have wrong with me physically, you'd wonder how I'm doing what I'm doing. I don't focus on the negatives. It's very important to focus on the positives in your life, not on the negatives. I so, am totally in agreement with you, Hazel, with, along those lines. You and I share some incredible views. This, yourstairwaytowealth.com. What's the other website, the new one, or you're not? can you give that out yet? It's biz, B-I-Z, builder, appreciation, dot com. Biz, builder, appreciation, dot com, and your stairway to wealth, dot com. Hazel, you are an inspiration to everyone. I, I applaud you for starting out. With this new business, I wish you the best of luck. And you don't need luck. You have that incredible mindset and energy to move this forward. And thank you so much for being a wonderful guest and for sharing your joy, your energy, and your expertise. Thank you for having me on, Joanne. It's been an honor to be here. My pleasure. Have a blessed new year, Hazel. <clears throat> and you too, and to everybody out there, happy new year. Make 2017 the greatest one you've had yet. Wonderful. Thanks again. And, yes, make 2017 the greatest year yet. And Hazel was talking about that we should ban 
shoulds and could and all of that from the our vocabulary. I'm totally in agreement with her. And next week, starting January 4th, 2017, yes, we're going to have on Eva Starr, who wrote this book, Stop Shooting Yourself, Creating the Life That You Deserve. So it's kind of complementing exactly what Hazel has been talking about, about letting go of those shoulds, focusing on the positives and gathering the strength and the courage to move forward with your desires and your dreams so that you can make them manifest. If you want to get a hold of me, you can go to drjoannewhite.com. We have a lot of free articles and information and some sale on books. And also remember that you have the ability, the power and the choice to move your life forward in the direction that you choose. And Hazel has given you some incredible steps today to do so. Have a blessed day. Have a wonderful New Year's. Be safe. Be healthy. And remember to follow your dreams. Thanks for joining me today. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the upbeat show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit DocWhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come.